Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Yep, 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 there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal, devastating, miraculous episode of My Mama Told Me, a mini-episode. The podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally work to prove the theories that you, the listeners, have at home. There it is. There it is. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. Girls, what's my weakness? Men, I am your host, Langston Kerman. As always, I'm excited to be here. You know what I realized recently? As I've been recording these mini episodes, I haven't been using my drops. I'm talking to you all every week and I don't even throw in a goddamn drop. And that seems rude and disrespectful. It feels opposite of the way that this train should be moving. And for that, I apologize. I owe you all some drops, and I promise you there are going to be some drops today. You son of a bitch. That's right. There's going to be some hot ones coming in at you while I talk to you about the theories that you, the listeners, have sent to me. And I have a fun theory that was sent to me. It's an enjoyable one. I I had quite a time with it. A, a young lady named Sequoia sent me a message, and I'm going to play it for you all now. Hey, Langston, I've been thinking about this one for a while. So my mama told me the Kardashians are witches. Mm. Now, does it sound like she needs to be on Alex Jones' podcast? Yes. Okay. Does she actually believe that they're like actual witches? Absolutely. Fair enough. Have I gotten any more information from her than just that statement? No. And I've asked her multiple times. 
So hopefully you can do something with that. Wow. Anyways, I love your podcast. I'm looking for an internship, but you can pretend you didn't hear that. Okay, bye. Okay, well, first of all, thank you, Sequoia, for sending me this message. I do not appreciate you desperately clawing for employment right at the end of it. This was a fine message. We could have gotten off on a good foot, but then you said, please, I'm desperate for a job. I eat bread with mold on it, and I, I sleep outside. Give me something so that I can survive, and now I have a, a level of guilt cooking into this conversation. Guilt that I didn't feel before. But don't worry, Sequoia. I'll forget all about that guilt as this podcast progresses. Within the next 15 minutes or so, I'll forget that you're poor and without employment and I'll move on with my life. I'll eat a full dinner and never think twice about how hungry you probably are. Anyway, in regards to the Kardashians, being witches. This is an exciting conversation. I I don't know that I've ever heard anyone accuse the Kardashians of being witches. I've heard of them being accused of being a lot of things, a lot of horrible derogatory things. Some of those things I fully agree with, but witches was never one of those things. But let's break it down. Let's get into it, shall we? I don't think the Kardashians require a lot of explaining. I imagine most of my listeners, if you if you listen to me, you're at least somewhat familiar with the Kardashians. But at the rare possibility, at the off chance that you guys don't know who the Kardashians are, I would say that the easiest way to explain the Kardashians is that they're sort of like a very sexy special edition of Play-Doh. Do you know what I mean? They're sort of like if the Hasbro company decided to put out some limited supply of Play-Doh that wasn't really meant for for fostering your child's creativity, but was more for making them rock hard, just rock hard and way less intelligent than they were when they started playing with that Play-Doh. That's that's about where the Kardashians live, I think, in in the the grander conversation of American culture. Now, the Kardashians have made quite a splash. You know what I mean? They've made a lot of money from television and selling various products. However, I will say their most famous ability is to seduce and ultimately ruin the lives of black men. That's that's pretty much their bread and butter. Well, that's how they get you. And that's how they get you. And some of the most famous victims of the Kardashian curse include very important people, Kanye West, uh, Lamar Odom, Reggie Bush, Chris Humphreys, kind of. Van Jones, who I would argue was probably just as terrible as he is now before he got involved with Ken. Blake Griffin, Tristan Thompson, and of course, Ben Simmons, who has never hit a single free throw since eating Kendall Jenner out. Those are facts, ladies and gentlemen. He ain't hit shit since he had that tight white pussy in his mouth. Now, these people are objectively terrible. I, you know, I'm not interested in getting into some heavy debate about whether or not the Kardashians are good people. They're not. They're awful, awful human beings. But that doesn't mean that they're witches. There are plenty of terrible people that are not witches. You know what I mean? Plenty of just garbage. Geraldo Rivera is not a witch. That's just a man who sends uh, topless photos on Facebook. He ain't a witch. He's just a weirdo with a with a mustache of somebody who ties women to train tracks. That's not that's not witch behavior. That's that's just bold choices as far as I'm concerned. So the question of them being witches led me, I guess, to the question, what are witches? 
Because without the definition of witches, without some sort of identification of witches out in society, we can't really place witches or, or the title of witch onto the Kardashians. You know what I mean? And it's very confusing because sometimes I think witches are de- described as like a lady with a broomstick and a pointy hat and a bowl of stew cooking in the corner that she never serves to anybody. And then sometimes it's just a woman who learned to read a few decades before men were comfortable with it. You know what I mean? It's either here or there. It's either you are the type of person who collects cat eyeballs and uh, stirs them into a cauldron or... Bitch, you do math, and we don't care for that, so we're going to burn you. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. We're getting, we're getting real mad at women for being like, don't beat me and let me, let me study. That's <laughs> and that dude was like, fucking kill that lady. She sucks. She must be the spawn of Satan if she doesn't want to be hit for not cooking my dinner fast enough. Oh boy, men are going to have to deal with a lot when we face our ultimate uh, demise. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
This question of what are witches led me to do some research, and what I basically found in looking up witches is specifically white witches. I want to be clear, I do consider the Kardashians white. I know that there's a a bit of a debate around whether or not they're they're white, mostly because they're wearing blackface and they're partially, I guess, uh, Lebanese. I don't know. It changes depending on who you ask. But they, they have some, I guess, Middle Eastern heritage. It don't matter. Them bitches white to me. They're certainly a part of the white lexicon, white culture, and they embrace whiteness as much as possible while simultaneously harboring destruction and chaos or inserting destruction. Let's go with inserting destruction and chaos in the black community. That said, in terms of white witches, there are Wiccans, which I always thought, I didn't know a lot about Wiccans. I always thought Wiccans were just like white women who didn't wash their hair every day. You know what I mean? But it turns out that it's actually a a more It's more substantial than that. Wiccans are basically a modern pagan religion. Wiccans have pretty varied practices, right? They're not just like a single thing, much in the way that I guess Christianity isn't a single thing. Some Christians, they believe in sort of like loving thy neighbor and and washing each other's feet. And then some Christians believe that you should storm a Capitol building and, uh, and murder the vice president because your daddy asked you to. And he's not your real daddy, but he's your metaphorical daddy. And sometimes you need a metaphorical daddy. And metaphorical daddy maybe is more handsome than your real daddy. Who knows? Either way, Christianity is complicated. And it seems to me that the Wicca religion also seems to have quite a bit of complexity to it as well. But at its core, it seems that the the Wiccans are really practicing it's a pagan religion, right? It's a modern pagan religion where they're focused more on the earth as a god or a thing worth worshiping more than sort of like a deity in the sky, which isn't to say that they don't have gods. The Wiccans tend to worship a female god called Mother Goddess and a male god called Horn God. Clearly, they prefer Mother Goddess over Horn God. Just in the language, you can kind of tell that they're they're more mommy's girls than daddy's girls. You know what I mean? Their holidays tend to be centered around phases of the moon, solstices, and equinoxes. Now, I don't know the difference between solstices and equinoxes, but I also don't care. So I'm going to move past this part of the conversation. The origins of Wicca only date back to 100 years, which I was surprised by. I thought this shit was like super old. But nah, this shit's modern as fuck. This lady, Margaret Murray, who wrote several books on medieval practices and witch cults in 1921, basically was the first sort of like jumping off point for the Wicca religion. Now, she wasn't calling it that back then. She was just writing books about a bunch of stuff that she had gathered in her research. Then in 1954, this dude, Gerald Gardner, shows up And he started publishing other books related to Margaret Murray's work, where he referred to those those witch practices as Wicca. This time he's spelling it W-I-C-A. That's just W-I-C-A. And then it isn't until 1960 that some motherfuckers come around and they spell it W-I-C-C-A. Then through this weird game of like forest 
telephone, just telephone of people who are barefoot in the woods. They take the fantasies that Gerald was writing about because he's just writing these these sort of fantastic novels. And they started to treat that those fantastic novels as real life and subsequently became the religion we know today. Now, how does any of this transformation relate to the Kardashians? Thank you for asking. It's important that you, the listeners, ask questions. Stop just letting me ramble. Why don't you ever interject, you stupid fucks? Just interject. Say something. Get involved in this conversation, you pieces of shit. I'm sick and tired of you just sitting there looking stupid while I, while I pour my heart out. I ought to call you something ethnic and mean. Anyway, the point is, the connection to the Kardashians. What is the connection? The, the connection? I don't know what the connection is, you stupid shit. Why would you say it like that? Now I'm talking to me the way I talk to you guys. It's going off the rails fast. Let's jump back on board. In many ways, the Kardashians are selling the exact same kind of fucked up fantasy that my boy Gerald essentially was selling to the world. There's no book of shadows, right? The Kardashians don't have their own book of shadows. But in 2011, the Kardashian sisters did write a novel called Dollhouse, which is about three, quote unquote, Hollywood sisters who are very different in real life than the media makes them seem. Moreover, these people have now become almost religious-like figures for many young people out in the world. People worship the Kardashians like deities. And so it seems well within the realm of possibility that the literature that exists around these figures, be it something as shitty as Dollhouse or any one of their memoirs, might eventually be treated with a seriousness that some of us never intended, subsequently spawning a group of people to believe that they had a power in the world that they did not have or a, a magic in the world that they should not, that, that we know they didn't have. And then those people who worship the Kardashians are going to raise children who worship the Kardashians and their legend will grow even bigger, ultimately creating a world where people grow up believing that if they practice a religion where they fill their assholes with spackle and sacrifice the lives of young black men, they too can become powerhouses out in society. So do I think that the Kardashians are witches? Absolutely, I do. Not witches in, in any traditional sense. I don't believe that they're practicing magic and, and witchcraft. But I think if you're willing to take any religion seriously, then you should see the potential of the Kardashians taking on that kind of power and ultimately eh, causing chaos out in the world for generations to come. Yep, that's that's my take on on those Weird looking bitches. I don't know. Then some of them are cute, but you know, it, there's a fiction to it that uh, makes it hard to swallow. Anyway, if you want uh, me to unpack whether or not your favorite people are the spawn of Satan, I don't know. Sometimes these transitions out don't work as well as I planned. If you want me to accuse your favorite celebrity of stealing puppy noses and mixing them into soup, 
then please send me a message. Please email me at mymamapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I yelled at you guys last week. I called you all kinds of horrible names, but I already kind of did that bit earlier in the podcast, so I'll keep it cool this time. But I would love to hear from you. Send me your messages. Send me your notes. Just send me your sweet, sweet compliments. I'll blow you kisses over the internet. I probably won't. I I get uncomfortable. But either way, I'd love to hear from you. And as always, like, subscribe, do the things you're supposed to do to podcast. Get us to that sweet thousand. Oh, more importantly, I already did some of them, but I'm going to leave y'all with a a few drops. I'm going to get, I'm going to hit a few of them and just surprise myself with what I touch. Let's find out what this is. Luga, please. Oh, and this. Honey, we don't say the N-word around two-year-olds. Oh, so if I press this together and then this. Luga, please. Honey, we don't say the N-word around two-year-olds. That's fun. Okay, I did it. This was awkward. Bye. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. Mini-episode. Motherfucking mini-episode. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.